What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Tactical Chinwag Podcast. I am your host, Luke Jillings, aka Original Human, and today I am joined by Ryan, aka Jen Dick Commando on YouTube. How's it going, brother? Hey, all good, mate. All good. Thanks for having me here. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 uh, it's nice to have someone on on my first kind of like interview for this podcast as someone who I'm actually good friends with. So uh, thank you for joining me. How you been? No, hey, it's an absolute pleasure, mate. Like you say, I was um, I was really honoured when you got in touch with me and stuff to say, do you want to maybe come on the podcast? I'm a big fan of yours anyway and what you're doing on YouTube, you know, so it's an absolute uh, pleasure, my friend. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. And uh, it's, it's kind of nice because I do watch your content all the time as well. So it's kind of yeah. nice to like, to, to, I don't know, just catch up again. Like we, we spoke in the past, but we've both been so busy with YouTube and everything and our lives <laughs> oh, that it's just yeah, nice man. to kind of catch up as friends and not just as a podcast, but also just have a bit of a chinwag in general. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit, though, about your time in the Marines, your time in the Royal Marines, okay. and uh, yeah, signing up and like your process of signing up and how it went by and you know how you went about it and your age and all that lot. So... Give me, yeah, a, yeah. give me, give me your origin story. What's your origin right. story? How did it start <laughs> for me then? Hey, mate, it's a there's, so there's two parts to my story, um, and it all began in 2004 when I was still at school. I, I was doing quite well at school, Luke, and um, and then I went down the wrong path, you know. And you know, every bootleg's pretty much got a story and stuff. And in hindsight, yeah. looking back, that was that was where it all began for me. You know, I went down the wrong path, and I, I joined the corps at a young age didn't work out for me first time. So then I, I went back to Sunderland and, you know, I got into all sorts of trouble. I worked on the doors and everything. And I had to really hit rock bottom before I knew that I needed to go back into the Royal Marines, you know, and I didn't yeah. rejoin until 2000 and I think it's 2011, early 2012. I put my, I put my chit in to join back up as a rejoiner. So I, so I went through like commando training again. Um, and yeah, it, everything just seemed to click into place at that point for me. You know, so it started off in 2012, passed out 2013, and yeah, I did I did just over five years, mate, in the course. So it's it's a, it was a strange one for me because when I went back in the court, it was like all my friends who I knew before were corporals and stuff now taking lads through training. Now I'm like, man, I've I've wasted so much time. But you know, you can't you can't read into the future, you know. And I was just I was just happy that I got a green beret, mate, and put it to bed. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Two parts to my story, really, mate, you know? And I've got good memories from both, really. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I certainly get what you're feeling at with the whole, like, um, seeing your friends kind of advance. Because yeah. even though I joined up with uh, 974 Troop, I actually got injured and back trooped for a little, quite a little bit of time as well, a couple months. Yeah. So them lads that, you know, passed out as originals with that troop, you know, I, yeah. I managed to see it at a unit. They were already Lance Corporals, Corporals, you know, they are already doing their thing. And yeah. I was the newbie, even though technically we yeah. signed up at the same time, really. Exactly the same, yeah. yeah. So, but you have to do your sprog routine, don't you? You have to do your sprog routine, yeah. <laughs> Getting the wets on, mate. Yeah. yeah. That's my so... fair share of uh, wet tasks, I tell you. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Getting sent to the naffy. <laughs> yes, thing. It's all good, though, isn't it? It is, it is. So what, what uni did you go to when you, when you got so... out of training? Believe it or not, we were told because 40 Commando were going to do the, the last operational tour um, for, the, for the Marines in Afghan at the time. Um, and we were all wanting to go to 40, like, oh, we want to get amongst this, you know. Yeah. And the training team, I, I think it was a little bit of, you know, keeping us keen and stuff to get through training. So they kind of 
wangled that Afghan ticket at us, you know, like yeah, yeah. you're going to Afghan, it's happening and stuff, you know. Yeah. But as it got closer to train to the end of training, we nearly passed out. They started saying, Well, you're not gonna get that that choice. They're already done the pre deployment training and everything. Yeah. That's pretty much end X for you guys. So I was like, Oh man, I'm gonna miss out on it, you know. Yeah. So I put down 4-2 commando because I thought, well, you know, I think they were second on the rotation, so to speak. You know, the, the operation, the operational rotation, what they do. Yeah. So like lead commando will be 40, then 4-2, 4-5. They right, were yeah. next, I believe. Yeah. So I thought, well, if I'm missing that, I'm going to go straight to 4-2, you know, put me chit in for that. And I ended up getting 40 anyway. So did the rest of the lads. So I ended up getting posted to 40 commando and I was there for like three or four months just marking time before I got put in the unit. So, so we, me and my mate was just, yeah. Was you put as BCR? Well, it was BCR, yeah, for, for well, the, the entire the entire deployment, basically. So we were doing yeah. some good stuff. Some lads went out to Omar to do some um, continuation training stuff to get them up to scratch. The more senior lads, you know, just to yeah. get, them, get them ready, you know. The best lads from training tended to go there as well because they were you know, online for going up Rafghan if there was anyone, unfortunately, potentially get injured. Yeah. Fortunately, no one did, so no one went out. Me, meanwhile, I got selected to go on the boxing team because that's right. what I did as a, as a civvy. So I was like, well, two birds and one stone. I went I went to a different unit there again, on lease, so to speak, and I ended up boxing for the Corps, um, yeah. which was a good thing. I got to see a different side of the military, you know, in a, in a sports capacity, mate, so... Yeah. yeah, it was it was really good for me actually. Them first few months at unit was um, was a nice easy way to get into it, as opposed to getting smashed straight into it, you know, because there was no one there. Yeah, um, yeah, that's kind of ironic because it's very similar to what I did. I went so before that that tour that you were talking about, the last one, obviously before that was four five commando, and then right, before yeah. that was four two and forty. You went out together. Now yeah, yeah. I was BCR for forty commando that first really? time. Yeah. For Herrick oh, 12, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, didn't get sent out. There was only a handful of us. I didn't get sent out. Got sent back up to 4-5. Um, yeah, yeah. Became BCR at 4-5. Didn't get sent out. So I put me put my hand up for something else doing um, doing anti-piracy. And then yeah, I ended yeah, yeah. up doing that. And, then, and the whole story goes on. But, but, but instead of talking about that, I want to know more about the sports. What, what was it like being in a sports team in the military? Oh, it's... It's it can be the best and the worst thing, you know. It what it does is, is it opens your eyes up to one how hoofing it is if you do get on a sports team because you do get you do get trekked with a higher standard. It's it's like what everyone says if you play a sport in the military, you're going to get left alone, and it literally was the case, you know. The guy who was looking after us was a color sergeant who headed up the boxing team. It was like a civilian environment because boxing's quite a close knit family, yeah. you know. It's an individual sport, but when you're training. You know, the ethos is really cemented in that mixed with the fact that you're all bootnecks and, and naval personnel. Mate, that was solid, you know. So it was it was brilliant in that sense. But the only downside, I would say, is that when you go into competitions and you see in other parts of the Army and the Navy and the Air Force doing the same thing, you realize how operationally restricted the Royal Marines are because they pump a lot of money into us, let's face it, to get trained, you know. Yeah. So if you... If you're required to be back at unit because you have there's, there's, there's lads needed, then you're gone, regardless of what sport you play and how good you are. Whereas some of the army lads who were doing the same thing were tracksuit short soldiers for career, so they got yeah. left alone. So, for instance, I went down there for my first stint. It was like six weeks. I ended up ripping my um, my lats in half or doing pull-ups or doing like a pull-up challenge. Didn't realize it for a few days until I went. I was doing a sparring session, went to throw a hook, and I was like, man, that's 
really hurting. Ended up getting like a, a an, is it an ultrasound or something similar to what? A yeah. Yeah. One of those like make your lats in half, you know. So I got sent home for a month, which was pretty good. Um, Jeez. And then I, and, and then I went back to unit, and they were a little bit apprehensive of letting me back on the team. But I eventually yeah. went back on the team, did another couple of fights, and I got I got my ass kicked. Let's face it, mate. I was yeah. a bit rusty. Had a couple of weeks training, and yeah, I really did get my my bum handed to me, so to speak. And then I went back to unit, and I'm like, if only I had a few more months to train and stuff, it would have been a different kettle of fish, mate. Because I was a half decent amateur boxer, you know. Right. But that's the way it is in the core, mate. It's um, yeah. If only you got more time to do that, as opposed to being pulled away. But we joined the core to be Marines, don't we? You yeah, know? exactly. So you do. At the end of the day, you're there to do a job, aren't you? But I, exactly. I actually never saw the the sports side of really the core. I never saw the sports. The only the only things I saw were um. You know, when the lads are just doing a bit of fizz and you end up playing a bit of football or yeah. um, we did a bit of um, Brazilian jiu-jitsu up at 4-5 just to kind of mess yeah, about yeah. and get the fitness up. Um, but yeah. I never I never actually um, got to take part. There was a there was a chance that I was going to take part when I was BCR at 4-5. Yeah. Um, the rugby team needed lads and I put oh, my name well. down. I'm terrible yeah, at rugby. Pretty- I'm terrible at it. And there was a handful of us that put our name down. And I think uh, around the same time that they were going off to do the competition was when I put my hand up to do the anti-piracy. Yeah. So it was just a case of, oh, you're not going to, you're not going to get involved. And I was like, all right, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, So did you stay at 40 when you were on the boxing team as well? Or did you travel? Yeah. So I was at 40. I got posted to, I got posted. I was in Delta Company when I was there. Um, right. and I was in Delta Company for my entire time. Um, me and me and my Bezzy Oppo from training actually got posted in the same unit, same company, same section. So I was happy to stay there for as long as I could, you know, get some experience. And the lads at Delta Company were pretty good, you know. I didn't really have any problems there. I think yeah. going on the boxing team seemed to help a little bit with sprog routine for me. It did it was a little bit more apprehensive to kind of give me a bit of, bit of crap, so to speak. So. I'm yeah. grateful in a way that I got an opportunity to do that because my time at Delta was a little bit, not easier, but a little bit more grown up, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah and then after that, I, 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 went, I went all over the place with Delta. Literally everything I did in the core, I did at Delta Company, you know, all, all the things worth talking about. I was so busy there for like two and a bit year. It was phenomenal, mate. That's you awesome. Know? That's we went, awesome. Um, yeah, man. I mean, the first first place we got to go after the boxing team um, was was America, and that's when I first went to Twenty Nine Palms, um, mm. Mojave Desert. Got to work alongside the U.S. Marines and stuff, so it was really cool to see how them guys and girls got on with their job, you know, because everyone thinks we're the same, don't we? You know, the U.S. Right, Marines right. and the Royal Marines, and right. it's so different, you know. That it's I wouldn't say it either or is better than each other because it's very t- it's two very different job roles, you know. I mean, for a start, the U.S. Marines are huge. They've got a, a massive capacity. They've got loads of brilliant kit, loads of different yep. amazing jobs. You know, it's the it's funding. Massive. The funding, funding it's crazy. You know, the, the, some of the kit that we've got, I was like, wow, you guys get lashed up, you know. And it's, mm-hmm. it was really cool to work alongside these guys and to, to see what they could do as well. Their capability is phenomenal on the battlefield, you know. Yeah. So it was a privilege in that way. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we got to show them how to drink pretty good over Vegas as well. Yeah. So that was an experience. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So where else did you go? Did you do anything else fun? 
So, 40 Commando, I'll, I'll list them off. We basically, the fir first thing I did, actually, we went on AT, adventure training, all yeah. over Europe. We went to Bavaria, we went rock climbing, did everything, mate. I got a photo at the Chitty Chitty Bang Bang Palace. I went there as well. And I was like, wow, I've seen nice. the movie, you know? Yeah. It was amazing, mate. Then went to um, America, went all over the West Coast, San Diego, San Fran, um, you name it, mate, all over the place. Drove a, a Mustang up Route 66. It was just brilliant. That's and then awesome. we went on, went on ship a little bit like yourself. Um, yeah. Ship was a bit, bit I wasn't a ship's person. Like I was always sick, you know. Right, we got right. To Gibraltar, do the rock run. We went um, yeah. all over the Middle East, the Mediterranean, you name it, mate. We just stopped off all over the place. So Damn, it was a, you, yeah, you got was, you got a good ping. There. You got a good you got was, a good deal there. Yeah. It was luck, mate. It was luck because my mates who went up four five at the time who were like last in line on the operational kind of cycle. Didn't yeah. get to do any of that till like five years in. And I'm like, whoa, I left it just after the five-year point, having ticked all of these boxes, you know? So yeah. for me, it was, a, it was a bit of luck, mate, you know? And you know yourself, Luke, the Marines is, it is a bit of luck in how, how your time goes, you know? Some people it get is. promoted really early. Some people are hoofing and they don't get promoted until 10 years. And you're thinking, wow, you know? Being what, stuck as BCR difference? twice is a good way of, of proving the shit things. <laughs> Yeah, it, it happens to me though, you yeah, know. And, I yeah, mean, it does. My, I mean, does. I'm I'm not a super soldier by any any stretch of it, you know. I was just an an average marine, average fitness, average mentality, average professionalism. I was just an average guy who got lucky with all the good stuff, not yeah. so much bad details, you know. And the only thing I missed out for me was something medal worthy, you know. We did plenty of stuff that other organisations did that got medals and stuff, but. You know how the Marines are, you don't really get anything for it really other than a pat on the back. And yeah. I was just I was happy to I was happy what I did and I was I was very lucky to come out of the end of it pretty well, you know. Um yeah. I wished I'd get the tour in Afghan, but mate, everything happens for a reason, you know. It and, does. And um, I feel like it's definitely like a, a a um an obvious thing that a lot of the Marines do where it's not so much medals and stuff, it's more of a like, kind of like a, you've done something good, cool, good effort. This is what you're meant to be doing. Therefore, you're not supposed to really be praised for it. It's just, yeah, man. you know what I mean? Like, you don't really get praised for doing crazy stuff. Even if you get a medal, it's more a case of, this is your job, good effort. Like, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> this is that's what awesome. To do. And it's, um, it's something that you, you can be proud of as well, almost, you know? Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll never take anything away from anyone who's been to Afghanistan and things like that. I've got the utmost yeah. respect for these individuals. But yeah. for us, it just wasn't our time. And But it doesn't define us as being like we haven't done anything because, well, actually, you know, half of my time in the Marines was spent out in different countries doing good stuff, you know, proactive things, helping helping some poor people, you know, with their yeah. lives and stuff and really making a big change. So. In the grand scheme of things, your impact across the world, although you might not be doing anything in a war-torn country, your positive influence and impact that you're having around the world is actually far greater than you think, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm but proud we, of that, you know? We definitely joined at, like, the arse end of Afghan, really, didn't we? So it, it was a race. It was a race to get them tours in, and if you didn't get them yeah. tours in, then that was it. You're done for, because there was nothing else lined up, really. Yeah. So, you know, and, and there is this kind of mentality where in... I know there was a put four or five where if you haven't done a tour, then you're not really, you know, this, that, or the other. But at the end yeah. of the day, things have got to change now. So all them lads joining now, there'll be corporals that probably didn't go Afghan now. You yeah, know, the strikers, the sergeants now without like that experience. And yeah. what I like to say to lads is, you know, 
when everybody asked the question, what did you do Afghan? I was like, mate, that was that was ten years ago, you know. Mm-hmm. No, no one's doing Afghan now, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're getting you're getting probably my last job that I did in the Royal Marines is the only place probably that you'd guaranteed to do an Afghan, but that's for very different reasons, you know. Yeah. Um so yeah, if I'd stayed I'd probably have getting out there, but in a very different capacity, you know. So yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. yeah, yeah, it's strange, isn't it? It's a strange time to be kind of signing up, and you get all these young lads who constantly. I'm sure you get them as well. A lot of young lads being like, you know, is it worth it? What should I do? Where should I train? How should I go about it? And yeah, it, the, all the time, the core changes so quickly. And I learned yeah. this a lot from talking to Chris Thrall, like um, yeah. good friends of ours. Like he joined in a different era to us, and it was How totally different. Was different. Yeah, totally yeah. different. So, so I could only busy. imagine what it's like now. I mean, I left, what, eight years ago I left? It's eight probably years, completely yeah. different, mate. Completely different. Mate, I couldn't believe, you know. I left in two, that back end of 2017, and then that's when all the real changes started to take place. But then if you look at what the core do very, very well, um, amidst all the rumours and stuff like that, you know, there's no wars on, etc. Retention goes down in every part of the military, you know, across the whole world. So it's not just yeah. the Marines that might have less man, manpower and less people interested. It's, you know, we, we're very, very diverse and we adapt to everything. That's what makes the Marines very special. You know, right. it's pick yep. up this kit and make use of it. And I think that's where the mindset really comes in. It's, can you do a task without really having much prior knowledge to it, without having the best kit and just yeah. make do of it? I think that's what we do very well. So I think a big part of the core's survivability is having the ability to adapt to the, to the modern world and, it's a very yeah. different place in 2020, you know, and lads have to be different in the core right now to what they were in Afghan 10 years ago. They have yeah. to be different. Yeah, and the, tra- the training's actually changing as well. Um, we've got it's this new... It's longer, yeah. We've got this new uniform now, which you've seen the uniform, yeah. I'm sure, right? Looks yeah, fancy. It's it looks yeah, nice. It looks good. It looks nice. Yeah, I'm actually... Really um, next week, so the week after this one airs, I'm actually having my old corporal on, who is now actually Seriously? a stripey at CTC. Yeah. yeah, Robbie Gray, great guy, great guy, Robbie and that's Yeah, and he is actually, um, I think, I don't know whether he's spearheading the team or he's definitely involved in the team doing this extra training at CTC now. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm really intrigued to see what, what are they doing? What's different? How is it different? I know, um, probably around the time you were in, um, and it was certainly yeah. just starting when I was in, is they really, really started to get involved with CQC, CQB. I don't Lord know what they call it now. You know, it's always yeah. CQC or CQB, and it's one of the two that people call it. But, it's one uh, of the CQs, isn't it? <laughs> it is, yeah. But they they um, they um really started to push it, didn't they? Especially in training, really Big started to push there. it. Yeah. I yes. mean, I, I knew from the first time I was in training, the second time, it was, there was the main differences. You know, you hear the rumors of, oh, training's getting easier. Mate, I'm, I'm living proof that it, it's not, you know. Training's yeah. still really hard. It's very different. But yeah. trust me, for every fraction that they take out, there's something equally as hard mentally that steps in its way. So, you know, yeah. there's a few things. I mean, when, when I was first in, thrashings all day, every day, which can yeah. achieve so much. We all know what it can achieve, you know? Yeah. But yeah. if you want to get guys to learn all of this new kit to be actually th- thinking soldiers and uh, be proactive and everything else, and there's so much more to learn nowadays than there was 15, 20 years ago, you know, you, you ain't got time to be thrashed as much. You've got to learn some real hard, dangerous stuff, right. potentially. Yeah. And the guys are as busy as they ever were in training. It's just in a different way, you know. Yeah. So 
I would say trends as hard as it used to be, but it's yeah. just very different. You know, there's a lot more kit nowadays to learn there than is. there used to be. There certainly is. So and much more. We got offloaded that. A lot of the weapons that we got taught, I got taught on uh, this new sharpshooter, uh, the shotgun mm. and all that. But I got taught that during pre-deployment in uh, 4.5. Whereas wow. now I think they're actually going to start pushing that into the actual training because um, yeah. Robbie Gray was telling me that training's turning to 36 weeks now. That's a, six weeks, mate. That's yeah. a whole and month extra. It's a lot extra, mate. And if you think about it, everyone will say there's room for more as well. You yeah. know, there's always room for more because think about it, mate. When you passed out, be honest, I didn't have a clue what I was doing still when I passed out. I'm thinking, mate, I'm going into a fighting unit now, expecting yeah. to pick up a GPMG gun. It's like, I don't really know how to use it still, even though I have used it, to be able to use it in an operational sense. That scared the living daylights out of me, you know? Yeah. Well, they um, always say that you don't really learn until you get to a unit. Let's be honest. Yeah, and it's and so true. It's so true. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, you, you might know how to reload clean, you know, see, you know every single part <laughs> of your SA-80 or your GPMG yeah. or your minigun, your mini-me, sorry, or whatever, but it's yeah. so different when you get to a unit and you have 100%. to reevaluate everything, don't you? Yeah. Because you yeah. get taught the training way and then when you go to unit, there's a unit way and you're like, ah, oh, okay. It's like, yeah. oh, guys, there's a training way, but this is where, there's the training, that standard, so you know the standard, but at unit, you're going to do it this way for speed, operational effectiveness, and this is what everyone's doing. So, and, yeah. and that even changes from unit to unit, you know, um, yeah. which I found, you know, SOPs, isn't it? It changes, it is. so... Yeah, it changes from troop to troop sometimes. Absolutely, mate. It's yeah. um, you're a product of your training team, really, aren't you? So, yeah, yeah. And the guys at Limston are normally normally the best guys in the business. Like you know, the platoon weapons guys. Oh my days! Amazing yeah. Amazing job. Mountain yeah. leaders, geez, arguably and arguably on par with SF. You know. Oh yeah, I, I would definitely say phenomenal. yeah. I would definitely say it. they are extraordinary yeah. people. They are extraordinary uh, people. Unbelievable, and a lot. Not I didn't realize how many people across the tri service didn't realize just how effective our mountain leaders are. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I, I couldn't do that job. They are the best of the best, as far as I'm concerned. You know, yeah. they are unbelievable a, people. There was a really old documentary. I think it's on YouTube about the mountain yes. leaders. Have you seen yes. it? Classic. Well, I joined the corps. I oh, it is. Like, I need to, yeah, I need to join the Marines now since yeah. watching that. It was phenomenal, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, they they are a whole different level, aren't they? Really, when you think about it. Um, yeah. So yeah, like you know, you, you did your time. You're out now, and now you're doing YouTube, mate. Now you're on air doing YouTube with YouTube. me, mate. What do you think yeah, about mate. it? Unbelievable. About? Well, this, this I, I have to be honest, and this is for the benefit of the audience as well. I'll be brutally honest. How I got started on YouTube was. I was doing a couple of little channels and stuff. I haven't even made it public, really. And, and even you don't know this. I've got had a few other channels, like, just messing about. One with my dog and stuff. I really wanted to break YouTube. But mm -hmm. I'll be honest with you, mate. The stigma attached. What my friend's going to think. What is the core going to think? You know, yes. I'm a GPMG gunner. 16 stone muscle, all of this. And, like, weightlifting. I'm thinking, now I'm on YouTube. What are they going to think of me, you know? So yeah. I was like, I was really worried, mate. And I'm, yeah. and then I seen you do your channel at about four or five thousand subscribers, and it was a you were doing all of the fitness videos and stuff like that. And I was like, hey, he's a bootneck. He's a former bootneck doing fizz videos. That's what I want to do. I, I don't yeah. want to be doing these videos. What I'm doing, I'm just doing it low key because I was quite embarrassed to kind of break, you know, out that I was doing YouTube. So I thought I had a bit of a, a bit of a watch of your stuff, and about a month later. 
I clicked on one of your channel on your channel again, seeing that you were like, it was your 10,000 subscriber video. And I yeah. was like, man, this guy is killing it. And that's yeah. when I reached out to you. Literally at that point, I thought, I'm going to reach out to this guy because royal being royal, he'll either mug me clean up or he'll help me out. <laughs> it's, and it's how it is. It's it? true. You know? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I, I saw like, it straight away, and I was like, "I gotta get, I gotta speak to this guy. I gotta get him involved. I gotta get him in here." But I know what you mean—the stigma, mate. The stigma's difficult yeah. with the with the, with the core because um, when I look back at my time, we again we were in that weird transition where social media was just starting to shine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just starting to shine, but God forbid you post anything <laughs> about the core. Yeah. Not only you're getting hammer and nails, mate. Yeah, not only will they like legally be like hey you got to be careful with what you're doing but the lads will destroy you they'll yeah. destroy What's you this throbber doing hey Roy, what are you doing you're you're, you're a throbber, you are yeah yeah <laughs> and because of that i hardly have any pictures i hardly have any pictures yeah. in the club because you yeah. are worried of yeah. what people think when you're taking you know no one took a selfie true, true, no one Too took true, a selfie yeah. in the core you know so yeah. i remember sorry go on it, sorry, mate. It, 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 we was in Petra, yeah. One of the great. It was where Indiana Jones was filmed. One mm -hmm. of the greatest, like, historical places on the planet. And I'm like, I'm dying to take selfies, right? And the lads are like, "What are you doing?" Take yourself. I'm, I'm, we're at Petra, man. You know, I'm never gonna come here again. Yeah. But you, lads, it's just it's ingrained into us, really. We it love is. to give each other stick as well. And <laughs> constantly, you know, mate. <laughs> You know, and it's like yeah. I was, I was, I was telling you what, mate. As soon as you got back, mate, it was like, it was like a breath of fresh air because I was like, you're doing it, you're killing it, and that's all it, that's all it took for me. And I yeah. promise you, that's all it took for me to have that little bit of confidence to say, I'm doing this new channel. I'm gonna follow, follow your lead. I'm, you know, you've got the the blueprint. I want to see if it works out. You know, you're leading yeah. by example. You're doing a fantastic job on YouTube, mate, and. You know, you, you were inspiring the likes of me and other service personnel to potentially say, you know what, I've been wanting to do this for years, never had the bottle to do it, and yeah. I'm doing it now, all because of some videos that you did, you know. So even from the beginning, mate, you know, you were reaching out to people that you would never have, have guessed, you know. You were trying mm. to cater for an audience of people aspiring to be in the Marines when really you were catering for audiences like me who left wanting to do YouTube. So, yeah, you know, you, you credit yourself, mate, for doing that. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be doing YouTube, period. You Thank know? you. I appreciate that. I do appreciate that. And it, I think what happened was when I first started making videos, so I initially made a few videos where I, like, I think I, like, I reviewed one of my fitness watches and, and I never mentioned anything about the core for ages. I would do, like... Yeah fitness videos without mentioning anything about the core Dude. and then i remember just turning around and being like i need to s stop letting this stigma follow me around yeah. and be like yeah. because at the end of the day if if times are going to advance the core is going to need a youtube channel that you know people are going to have to do this so I remember, yeah so i remember just making one video i remember it just being something simple like my time in the royal marines and yeah, boom yeah. Like it Bang. blew up and it wasn't just the fact that it got the views. It was the fact that there was kids and people being like, I want more of it. We need to know more. We don't do know it. much. Yeah. Um, and then obviously I had a kiddo and got the dad bod and stopped making fitness videos. And then, <laughs> then I started making the gaming ones and that's when you got hold of me and other people as well. Like, yeah. um, yeah. Chris Thrall started speaking to Chris Thrall and all that lot. So yeah. Yeah. Now there but seems Chris to Thrall, be, sorry, go on. Yeah. Sorry, man. No, you're right. He, another bit. I mean, he got me on his podcast as well. He, he yeah. off, 
he offered me the opportunity to like kind of break the nerves as well because I was scared to death to do a YouTube video about the corn. He went, come on the podcast, you know, and it'll be fine. And he, he eased me up into it and I didn't even realise I was doing a podcast with him and he was so nice. He allowed me to have that video and he, he got me got me the, the first ring on the ladder, so to speak, you know, and yeah. again, another bootneck who was helped me. So I was almost, you know, thinking all the stigma attached with it yeah. The only two people that help me out are both bootnecks, Roy Marine. So I'm like, what am I worried for? The yeah. right guys are here anyway. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and you're probably you're probably passing on that message. You know, I'm sure there's there's lads who want to join or bootnecks who have left who've seen your channel yeah. and been like, and Chris, who've seen the channels and been like, you know what? I'm gonna give this a go as well. I've had countless yeah. people. I've had people who are ex bootnecks who actually contact me because they want to grow a business on Instagram, and they're like. Yeah. Oh, I've had yeah. loads and I've had them being That's like, amazing. hey, I really want to, can you, you know, give me some tips? Can you help me out? And it's getting to the yeah, point yeah. now where there's like, I have, I have a lot of people I'm trying to help out and it's, yeah. it's nearly a job it, in itself, you know? It's growing, man. It's because you've, you've, you've almost, by, without even really thinking about it, created an avenue because there isn't one out there. It's almost like a Royal Marine community for people who want to join, people who've done the bit want to leave and do something else because mm. let's face it, you, you hit onto it. If you don't have an online presence this day and age, in some way, shape, or form, whether it's recreationally, whether it's for a business, or whether it's for ideas or expression, you're going to miss out. 2020 yeah. to 2030 is the age of the digital age. It's the digital age, you know? And yeah. hopefully the core and everything else clocks onto it, you know? Because it's going that way. I think know? they will. I think they will. With with the whole trailer of the new kit and stuff, it was all like, it looked like, uh, have you yeah. played Rainbow Six Siege? Have you played that yeah, game? And they have like the operators and they yeah. come out and it's all super cool. That's what the uniform was like yeah. when they revealed the uniform. I was like, this is Rainbow yeah. Six Siege. Like, what's going on here? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, awesome. so. The guy who actually videoed that, I was, um, I served in Delta Company with. Oh, okay. I his name due to privacy reasons. Even Roger. though he's out yeah. there, um, he's quite openly out there, but he's a fantastic videographer and yeah. photographer. He did, um, he did all our footage on Black Alligator in, in America, all the field oh, okay. firing and stuff. I'll, yeah. I'll send you that video, actually. That might be... Yeah, I'll send you that to react to, actually, if you want to. Yeah, it's send it. It's a fantastic video. Send it. In, I'd love to see it. And, um, so he's designed all of that. Like it, He's a f phenomenal guy. So they've got the right people in the jobs to promote the core now, you know? And you're yeah. doing it as well, bro. You know? You're doing a good job of it. Yeah, man. in a different way. It's a different way, isn't it? It's, like, it's as if, like, a lot of my videos now and a lot of your videos as well, because we have very similar content now, is, is all... Um, yeah. It's all kind of video game and reaction video kind of focused and it feels yeah. like it's a younger audience. And if anything, if anything, yeah. it's probably bringing more people to the core. The core right now, 100%. yeah, they have they have a struggle of trying to advertise to young people. Because I've thought of this and you've, you've clocked on straight away. If you think about it, it's all about engagement. Something mm. engaged you to join the core. In our era, it was a, it was sold as a challenge. You know, mm. be the best, the 0.01%. It really yeah. worked for our generation, but it ain't going to work for the current generation because they're nope. not that way inclined. Challenge it and someone's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. You know, there's no pressure really now. What they want to do is relate to people doing things what they do. And honestly, not many kids growing up will think that the likes of me and you Royal Marines love to game. We're, we're geeks at the end of the day who right. passed one of the hardest courses in the world. Yeah. But not many young'uns know that. So if they can relate to us thinking, whoa, he was a Royal Marine and he plays games. He loves Warhammer and stuff like that. Man, that's I can be a Royal Marine then, you know? 
Yeah. And it's not all about all oh, boxing and this. It's mate, you can join the court and be a nerd. Let's yeah. face it. It's totally true. It's totally true. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like, I literally grew up playing video games. Granted, it may not have been the spark that ignited going in the Marines, but it's something yeah. that I used in the military as an 100%. escapism. What? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I mean, I, th- yeah. I actually attribute um, joining the Royal Marines to watching uh, Bear Grylls and Ray Miz yeah. and... Yeah, yeah. Um, um, Commando on the front line, mate. Oh my days! I used to watch Commando that stuff. Commando on the front line, yeah, mate. You know that was so, the stuff that oh, got, mate, me, one got me. One of the best. Yeah, that that, that show yeah. was literally amazing. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, I, I attribute know, that for us, but it's got to change. Well. Yeah, I remember. I remember uh, going in, going into training and seeing some of them lads who were in the show. One really? of them was now a corporal. Yeah. One of them, I remember. So one of the guys who was in the show from start to finish in that troop, it was the guy, I can't remember what his name was, but it was the guy who was having a laugh and couldn't like, do you know, like when you approach the office, you knock on the door and you're like, Corporal, I'm three zero zero. Yeah, I've seen him as well. Yeah, he was at the, um, at the, at the, um, the guard post at the front of CTC. To, yeah, he yeah. was a corporal and he was checking everyone's clothes before they went ashore. So like, he was like, your socks are, you'd socks, you got like standard issue yeah, pussed yeah. socks, get back and change him. Like, I was like, wait, you were on commando on the front line, weren't you? He's like, shut up and yeah. go and get changed. Yeah. yeah. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. I know exactly yeah. who you're talking about, man. But it's that yeah. relatability as well, mate. I think that sets us apart a little bit is yeah. because you know, when you're talking to a Royal Marine that, no matter what age they are, well, granted a certain age, but everyone pretty much today, we've, we've been through the same training program at the it's same true. place. Even the officers have been at the same place. So there's no real, there's a, there's a hierarchy in terms of, you know, leadership, but there's not necessarily a hierarchy in terms of power. And I'm, I'm the boss kind of thing. It's like, we've been through the same train guys. The bosses have been through leadership training. We all respect each other. And yeah. it's that common ground that we can share. You know, I, I mean, before YouTube, we didn't know each other. But yeah. we, we know each other through our experiences together, you know, and, and apart as well. Yeah. So it's a special bond there, you know. There is there is a, sh- a special bond that is is now that's like, it's, it's attached to the Royal Marines. And I think that also helps the fact that uh, they kind of encourage that in training. When you're in training, they get the old guys in, the old bootnecks. Yeah. They always get these yeah. bootnecks for we're in World War Two or you know, yeah, and they're like yeah. super old and they come and tell you stories. It's so inspirational, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Unbelievable. Yeah, and they come and visit you not only day one, like the first couple of weeks of yeah. training, but they come and see what the thirty miler. They're there and they want to support you. And it, yeah, it's it's the Royal Marines through and through in their blood all their life. All, you know, all day, yeah, yeah. And you, and and you look at them. Uh, one of one of our mentors did. Uh, did a good part of the 30 miler with us and he was like 60 odd year old and you know what he smashed it he was in yeah. front of us and he was he, it was like inspirational for us I'm like there's a 60 year old bloke doing a large part of this with weight on his back he had his hands in his pocket you know when you're recruiting you see your corporal walking up the tall with his hands in his pockets and you're like how is he doing that so yeah. easily you know and yeah. I'm hanging out mate yeah but you know we all we all become well we've all became marines aren't we and hopefully yeah. we can pass on the same level of, of mentorship in a different way now, you know, yeah. maybe it's ne- not necessarily on the 30 miler, but like what you're doing, mate, you're reaching big audiences, you know, and you're, you're giving little snippets of information, you're helping them, your discord channels booming with advice channels mm. and it's self churning now. So everyone's working with it. Yeah. What a community, mate. You know, it's, it's been community. special. 
it has been special and your community is growing crazy as well i mean you've got a lot of you've got thousands of subscribers now like you're not messing about yeah yeah i mean like you're you're bigger than what i was before my channel blew up during the whole virus thing you're you're bigger than what i was so you're getting there man yeah i'm 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 humble in the numbers you know because i know it's for some it's really hard work and um I feel lucky in a way that I've had that advice off you and that, that almost almost like mentored into it, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, if it wasn't for that, I know I wouldn't have grew as quick because it's a sweet science, YouTube, isn't it? But above all else, I think one thing that you said to me in the beginning with YouTube is is consistency. And I've heard that really is. so much. And when people say consistent, it's not just about you've got to put videos out. You gotta put videos out every day, mate. You gotta put the content out. You gotta put the social media post. If you slack off for a day or two, you will see it hitting the numbers big time. Roger. So it's your yeah. numbers for two thirty ain't look. It's because the grind is there, and whoever's in YouTube looking at the algorithms and all of that, they're looking at who's turning up the work every day, and they're yeah. seeing that this guy's turning up every day. So numbers uh, aren't aren't accidental, really, are they? You know, right? Um, Right. So yeah, I'm, I'm thankful I've got like seven thousand three hundred just before this this um, podcast actually. So yeah. yeah, I'm grateful for every one of them. Like you know, if I never got another subscriber now, I'll feel like I've accomplished something. You know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I think you I think you're gonna be up there in no time, easily, I easily. I I'd really like uh, the Royal Marines to start taking YouTube and stuff serious now. And I I know they have a channel and they put the odd video out, but they should have they should have a team. They should have a team of bootnecks, ambassadors, bootnecks who are actually in the core, who, just like a sports team. They should have a team that's that's willing to travel from unit to unit, interviewing lads, talking to lads, seeing what's going on, current affairs. Yeah, they need to get on top of yeah. it, mate. I, I mean, I know yeah, us too. Me, you, Chris, and I, I know we're all willing to help them. They just, they just need to, you know, they need to. And, and, I might have a few contacts, you know, because yeah. at, at my day job, I work for a military preparation college and. We have liaison, um, liaison officers work with us to be able to, you know, obviously speak back and forth with um, recruitment and stuff like that. Because we put people into the military, um, yeah. and specifically the Marines. We put, put quite a few into the Marines, actually, from the college. So yeah, it is worth having a conversation over, you know. I, it I certainly is. Up, but I, think, I think you've got the power to be able to at least persuade the conversation with your numbers. I mean, 7,000 for me is good, but is it? Is it worthy of a conversation yet? I'm not sure, mate, you know? Um, right. Right. I mean, maybe. Maybe. You never know, though, do you? I mean, at the end of the day, they, they've they've got to be willing to put it out there. And I know logistically there's also kind of... I wouldn't even say logistically. I would I would say more security-wise, there's kind of things they've got to look out for. They can't really show too many yeah. faces and if they're on tour or whatever because then people get yeah. targeted and stuff. So I understand that. But I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, uh, there's no reason why they can't make a video series at CTC one a month of just being like, "This is week yeah. 24, bottom field pass out." This is what they're doing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, they need to put that out to get 100%. to get these young lads wanting to join, or young girls yeah. even as well, because yeah. that's going to happen soon as well. You know? Well, there's a, there's, they're going through training right now. Yeah. So it's ha- it's happening, and like you say, if you think about it, it's almost if they could just if they could filter into each network that's out there doing really well, filter into your network when mine, when it gets bigger, hopefully, yeah. you know, Chris Thrills, who's got a thriving YouTube community already, you know, you're looking on nigh on 300,000 people close to already there that, that, you know, subscribe to your channel and you can push out worldwide information. I yeah. don't know, 
it's worth a shot, isn't it? Because yeah, you I, never I know. You never know. You really, yeah. Let's and I, I, I think let's make it happen. Let's try and make it happen. I'm sure a lot of the people watching this will be like, hell yeah, let's go over to the Royal Marine channel and be like, let's get this going. <laughs> so here's a perfect example. Royal Marines going live. Um, I don't know. You're, you're doing a takeover of the Royal Marines channel. You know how like famous celebrities do like a takeover of Instagram? Right. You know, original humans doing a takeover. Right. Bang. That video gets put on the Royal Marines. And it, it's just, it's, it's networking, isn't it? At the end of the day? It's, it is networking, but it's also, I, I bet there's a bunch of people who are watching our videos, both of us, who are from the US who know nothing about the Royal Marines. And it's not nothing. only getting people to join up, it's getting people aware of who they are. Just 100%. getting people, just getting the getting the the voice out there, the name out there. Who were the Royal Marines? Yeah. Where did yeah. they start? How did they influence US military? How did they influence yeah. military around the world? And that inspires yeah. people to join, you know? 100%, and it, it takes and time, I, but it'll happen. Yeah. It'll happen. And knowledge is power, isn't it, as well? And it's... Yeah. Um, I think by sharing all that information and stuff, I mean, we get a lot of Commonwealth soldiers coming into the British military in general, you know? So yeah. Yeah. That's, that might you, you might be a source of information for people overseas to join the British military and you don't even know it, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. So where, where do you see your channel going in the future then? What's what's your plans? What's your goals? I'll be, so I'll, I'll be honest with you, mate. It's, um, so how can I put it? I've, I've got a... I've got a rough idea of what I'm what I'm doing now. I'm just starting to get the hang of it. Before I did this, I didn't have a clue with computers and everything. OBS, mate, was unbelievable. I didn't have a clue about it. So I had to yeah. learn on the job. Made a lot of mistakes early on. Finally getting into the rhythm of the reaction videos. I'm kind of happy with where that's taken me. But I want to push out a little bit more of my own content, you know. I'm doing reaction videos. It's great. Um, I'm doing the gaming videos. I've stopped that for a little while just because I've got a full-time job and it's really hard to get that in. So yeah. I've been doing Twitch a lot more because I can get the live stream and it's done, you know, yeah. and I enjoy that. Yeah. In the future, in an ideal world, if it gets to the point of where I can have it as a full-time job, I'm going to be doing reaction videos every day. I'm going to be doing gaming content every day. But I'm just, I'm just seeing where it goes, mate, to be fair. I'm, I'm an open boot at this point because I've, I've found... YouTube is not necessarily where you want to go. It's where it takes you, you know? Yeah. Oh, and yeah, 100%. I'm, you got to ride that wave. you got to ride yeah. that wave, mate. Yeah. So I'm open-minded, mate. You know, my original thoughts, If you, I don't know if it was you was talking to or it was Chris, but from doing his first ever episode with him, my first ever episode with Chris, I wanted to go down the podcast route straight away. And right. I realized in terms of growth, no one's going to watch a podcast from Billy No Mates, you know? I had nobody right. subscribed. Right. So... Maybe that's an option, but I'm nowhere near the realms of numbers yet, mate. I'm, I'm quite humble in, in understanding that, you know. So I'm just going to crack on. I'm going to continue um, to enjoy it, mate. I'm going to watch you smash it, you know, and just enjoy the community, mate. If it grows, it grows, you know. I just look forward to speaking to all the people, subscribers, and just having a good time, mate, you know. Yeah. If it grows, it grows. Um, yeah, hell yeah. I'd love for it to do, though, you know. Be yeah, it's, it's awesome, isn't it? I mean, I... I'm doing this full time now, and it really is just like yeah, it's, a dream, time, it's a dream. It's a dream, mate. I cannot believe it because this time last year, I where, yeah. where was I this time last year? I was working at an internship doing programming, um, yeah, just yeah. trying to plod along and get my schooling done. I'm still in school, by the way. Like I'm still trying to get yeah, that you're done. But, it, mate. We but were like the other day, and it was like, mate, original human schedule is busy. Yeah. You know, you mustn't sleep, bro. Yeah, I mean, you're the same. Your your wife's pregnant, right? 
Yeah, she's doing Can I say that? Can I say that? Am I okay saying yeah, that? Or say yeah. Okay, okay, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny old thing, I haven't told many people, but I've told entire YouTube community and I've told right. Twitch, so it's like, I'm an introvert, mate. Probably similar to yourself, you know, but I feel comfortable on camera. It's weird, mate. It is weird. You know? It is weird. It's, it's as if you're talking to one person, but actually you're talking to thousands. <laughs> There's exactly. like thousands you're, of people watching. Yeah, you're yeah. talking to like what hundreds of thousands per day. It's crazy. possibly yeah, yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? But yeah, I'm I've got another baby on the way. You've got a baby on the way. Like we're busy people. We're busy people. But we yeah, we like this. This is fun. Opening this yeah, dialogue man. is fun. So yeah. um, it's been around forty five minutes. What 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 what? Where can the lads find you? Where can we all get the content? Where are you on Twitch? On Instagram? Yeah. On YouTube? Tell everyone where to find you so we can get socials out there for you. Awesome, mate. Um, well, you can find us on YouTube at Gendit Commando. Um, if you want the links and stuff, it's on. Uh, well, it's on my YouTube channel, Gendit Commando, guys. I'm um, active on Twitch every single night. Um, and if you just type in Gendit Commando on there, or visit my YouTube, I've got a link with all my social medias and stuff, guys. So I'm, uh, yeah, I'm just grinding troops. If you want to follow me, then great. And um, yeah, I'm just happy to be part of the community, also part of your community, really, mate. I feel. I feel like I'm still part of it, really. I'm just a yeah. What's the word? I, I'm 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 follow, I'm following your lead, bro. You're smashing it, you know. You, so. You're definitely part of the community, and I feel definitely part of your community as well. I pop over to your videos, I'm like, hey, how's it going? And everyone's like, hey, original <laughs> human, how's it going? Yeah, it's crazy, so, mate. It's, it's nice. Someone like you or Combat Arms or Bootleg Gamer, Chris Thrill, they pop over. It's like, hey, you know these guys? Yeah, I know these guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um. So for everyone watching, I will. Uh, or listening i will leave links down below in the youtube video for all of, of gendit's uh, socials um so definitely go and check that out give him a subscribe give him a like i'm hoping i'm hoping ryan that this is a regular thing um i'm hopefully getting some good people on here some really interesting people but i also want to keep you on here you know for as long as possible you no know, i would love to i would love to come back and uh maybe even talk about your any questions for you mate I would love to ask in, um, any anytime you want, really. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Perfect. Yeah, it's just starting to break up the internet, which is kind of ironic because we're getting to the end of it now. Um, so, yeah, thank you, Ryan, for joining me. I really do appreciate it on one of the first ever uh, Tactical Chinwag podcasts. We've got some great content coming up. Again, links down below for everything for Gendit. Definitely go and send him some love. He deserves it. He's working super hard over there on Gendit Commando and the channel. Um, so yeah, thank you guys and thank you Ryan for being here. What an absolute oh, pleasure! Thank you, mate. Yeah, yeah. Hey, and and thank you, buddy, for for getting me on the podcast. It's a it's an absolute honor, mate. And do you want to leave you on this note as well, mate? Like Jen, you're inspiring a lot of people. You should be very proud of yourself, mate. And thank you, thank you for all the advice you've given me, mate. Without you and the advice, I promise you, I wouldn't be doing this, bro. So thank you very much, mate. I really yeah. appreciate it. Well. No worries, man. That's what bootnecks do, right? <laughs> yeah, man. We do. We do. And we, apart from seeing each other off now and again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for listening, everyone. Take it easy. Have a wonderful day. Goodbye.